Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to Yang's. How many? Just me. Can I sit here right next to the door? Sure. I'll bring you a menu. Um, I'm good. Just uh, a tea and some fortune cookies. Um, okay. Thanks. Come on, pick up. Come on, come on, come on. It's me. Leave a message. Shit. Here. Let me know if you need anything else. Hard work without talent is a shame, but talent without hard work is a tragedy. (laughs) The weather is wonderful. Brilliant. Mm. Shit. Rebecca? What's going on? I did it. What did you do? I'm in Chinatown at Yang's. Why? It had to be done. Someone had to do it. I couldn't let him get away with that shit. Savannah, I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay, slow down. Tell me exactly what's going on. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. I'll get someone over here to clean this up. Just leave it! Sorry, I'm I'm on the phone. Can you please just leave it? All right. Hello? Hello? Everything's in motion. Savannah, you're scaring me. What the hell is in motion? Savannah, what did you do? Our favorite neighborhood police officer should be walking in here any minute, and when he does, well, you know what's gonna happen next. This was not the plan. Please, you're gonna get yourself killed. Movements need martyrs. That's what you've always said, that's what we've always said. If you do this now, it will be for nothing. No, it won't. Because you won't let it be for nothing, and Beulah, she'll help if you just tell her Beulah is a lost cause, okay? You can never trust her, do you understand that? She's my twin, okay? I know her heart, she'll do the right thing. Just, 
check your email. I've sent you everything you need to take this fucker down. He's here. It worked. It fucking worked. Listen, listen. You need to get out of there. Now. You, man. I need you to come with me right now. No. Don't mess around. I just need you to step outside and answer a few questions. Am I being arrested? Like I said, I just need to talk to you outside. Regarding what? Don't make a scene. You're just disappointed I'm not 15, huh? You were a lot nicer when you thought I was a kid. Come here. Get your disgusting Turn hands around. off of me. Give me those hands. Everywhere. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Everywhere. Put down that weapon now. Get weapon. the fuck down on the ground. Jesus. I got back up on the way. They'll talk to you outside. Twelve Avenue 11. Show me on code six at Eighth and Jackson. Officer involved shooting. Shots fired. One suspect down. Twelve Adam 11. Shots fired. One suspect down. Eleven to go. This scene is my brain's favorite to play on repeat. Some memories play more often than others, but none as much as that moment. The moment of my demise. For Corey, pulling that trigger was the easiest thing in the world, like putting down a rabid dog. And of course, he claimed self-defense. It wasn't supposed to go down the way it did. I wanted there to be no room for doubt, no gray area for that pig to escape into. The worst part though, none of the 11 witnesses couldn't be sure if I had in fact picked up the broken glass to attack him or simply pulled it from my palm. I chose the restaurant for the very fact that it was public, and even that backfired. People didn't even see the truth. Grandma was right. She was right when she said that everything that happened to me was a result of my own actions. Rebecca didn't make me do anything. Sure, it was her idea initially, but at the end of the day, she couldn't go through with what needed to be done. That was my call. My only regret is that it failed to produce the desired results Quarry in prison for murder. Now Gran calls me a ghost, and maybe I am. Doesn't mean I'm not alive. Haunting people was never my plan. But when you're caught halfway between two worlds or dimensions or whatever, you don't have a lot of choices. People always say that ghosts are souls who haven't accepted that they're dead, that they have unfinished business. Well, I can't speak for anyone else, but as long as my rage exists, my soul will be here forever even if my body gives in. However, right now, Beulah is my only way to make sure the plan still manifests. Beulah probably thinks she's gone crazy at this point, or as Gran put it, hallucinating. Doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Beulah and I are two halves of a whole. She would have never agreed to get involved with Rebecca if I hadn't insisted something sinister was happening. That's because we operate under the same exact triggers. We both have the same innate sense of justice, gaining satisfaction from being useful and productive. Somewhere along the lines, we took two different roads, both leading to the same place. Maybe I'll get us there. I wonder if she can still hear us. I'm absolutely certain of it. Can't say I'm so sure. My grandma has me thinking I'm going crazy. If I stay here much longer, they'll probably have me committed. Maybe Savannah wants you to stay. She should speak now then, or forever hold her peace. <laughs> Holding her peace was never really her thing. Jesus, no one knew how to get on a soapbox better than she. So you guys were close. 
I guess you could say that. We worked together at the cafe. She came on the show sometimes, and obviously we were involved in the same community efforts. Savannah never talked about you. No offense. To be fair, she never really spoke of you either. I was in love with her. Did she know that? She seemed to know everything. I used to joke that she missed her calling as a psychic, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she knew. But you were never together? Nah. We both knew we had to stay focused if we wanted to accomplish anything. Shit gets messy when you start relationships while simultaneously trying to expose corruption and police brutality. I suppose it would. What is it you guys hope to accomplish as a group? That's a broad question. Okay, what's your goal? Your mission? Mission? We're not an organization. It's not like we have 10 commandments we live and die by. Obviously not, but you know what I mean. What is it you want to do? <sighs> Save the world, I suppose. That's a broad response. Yeah, it's cliche, but can you think of a more worthy cause? Seems like you ought to be able to relate considering your previous profession. That's different, though. How? First of all, the FBI operates within legal means. Come on, you're smarter than that. This isn't the 60s and 70s. A lot has changed within the establishment. There's oversight, accountability. Uh-huh. Secondly, they don't engage in the sort of shady shit you guys pulled the other day. I'm going to assume you're being sarcastic. Sorry, you can't compare a government organization with the shit you guys do. What is it that we do? The buildings. I'm assuming you guys are the ones behind the burning. I wonder why you'd assume that. It's clear that you're no fans of what's going on in Oakland with gentrification. Gentrification? And burning down a few housing developments is supposed to stop that? I think not. So what is going to stop it? There is no stopping it. That ship has sailed, love. Oakland's been bought and paid for. So then I don't understand the point of all of this. Why Savannah had to end up like this? Justice. <laughs> Bullshit. Savannah believed in justice. So do I. I just don't believe it can be achieved by deception. Isn't espionage deception? Aren't informants deceivers? Owen, I spent the night in jail. So did you. What does that say about your activities? It says I'm on the right track. Right. I'm going to show you something. Nope, not in the mood for surprises, that's for sure. No, you need to see this. Hold on a sec, I just need to pull it up on my phone. All right, look at this picture. What am I looking at? Some kind of clan rally? Might as well be. But there's a lot going on in this here. That guy's burning a gay pride flag. This guy here is wearing an iron cross, and this woman is holding a picture of a, an aborted fetus. Recognize this guy? Is that... Officer Scott Quarry from the other night? Yes, it is. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to—like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and—
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. But what's he doing here? No way a cop is going to be involved in something like this. You have to stop saying what you can't believe. Your disbelief in something doesn't make it any less true. Rebecca was right. This guy is a white supremacist and he's totally flying under the radar. How do you know all that from one single picture? That's not all. There's also this. Look, all these girls going into this government-funded brothel. What? Come on. It's true. Savannah captured this. Did she? Jesus, she was busy. Yeah, because she didn't rely on the arbiters of so-called justice to actually be the arbiters of justice. We think he's using the commission he gets from the brothel to help fund the supremacist group. Why are you showing this to me now? Because I need your help. Me? Help you do what? Continue our work. I don't believe in what you guys are doing at all. Even if we can stop people like Quarry? This is why the laws exist. Wake up, Beulah. The laws will protect this criminal, not make him accountable. Best case scenario, he gets put away and the cycle continues without him. No, we need to uproot this entirely. I don't want to have anything to do with you guys, sorry. All right, let's go. Go where? You'll see. Come on. Not this game again. It's nothing you'll get arrested for, I swear. I just want to show you what goes on in this city since you're so blissfully unaware. I am aware. Okay, not unaware. Let's say unconconcerned. I do care. I just don't want... If you were aware, you'd be concerned. Unless you're just a cold, cynical human being, which I don't think you are. (sighs) Never thought that I'd see the day where some Brit is telling me about my own city. My fucking life, my race, my family, my own life. Let's go. I appreciate the opportunity to educate you. Truly a privilege. Last one. Then I gotta move on from this shit show. Thank you, sister. But it's only just begun. This is Freedom House. 
What happened here? It burned down, clearly. Did you guys? No, of course we didn't. It burned down the same night we were at the train station. Then why are you showing this to me? You need to see where Quarry took his victims. This halfway house was a front for a brothel. He was a scout for fresh meat. Teenagers, drug addicts, people who've probably been used and discarded their entire lives. These were the women he was supposed to be helping. It's in the slogan, isn't it? Apparently that concept doesn't apply to everyone. When you live outside the safe confines of society, you're fair game. Was anyone hurt in the fire? I believe they found at least one body. Oh my god. Maybe it was an accident. I can't imagine why someone would target this place. This place was a hotspot for all kinds of men. Powerful men. Police officers, politicians, and other respectable folk. And you think those respectable men had something to do with burning it down? I think it's possible. Like I said, Quarry was aware we knew about his involvement with Freedom House. And now the hard evidence is conveniently destroyed. Wait. Did Rebecca blackmail him? Is that why he let us go? Who knows? Anyway, if all goes as expected, I'll likely be on my way back to jail. Or deported. I hate to say it, but that kind of thing tends to happen when you try to play vigilante. Don't even get the benefit of the doubt, eh? Can you really blame me for being presumptuous? Fair enough. But it's our pal Lenny who's going to be reporting me to his handlers any day now. Lenny. There's no way he's involved in anything to do with the Bureau. Plainly speaking, he's just not smart enough. Lenny is absolutely cooperating with your colleague. How do you know? He doesn't let me stay at the cafe rent-free because he thinks I'm a swell guy, and he can't stand Rebecca, but he lets her use his space for the radio show. So you're basing this off a hunch? Then there's the night of the party. Lenny asked me to fuck with Cafe Meta to get back at the owner, his nemesis. Like his henchman. Everyone's either a henchman or an enemy in Lenny's book. But anyway, I didn't do it. I did walk by Meta that night, though. And? The owner, Tom, threw a rock through his own window. I saw the whole thing. Anyway, I'm sure Lenny thinks it was me who did it. And if I know Lenny, he's reporting everything to his hungry handlers. It's only a matter of time before he has to feed him. The clock is ticking here. It has to be you. Why? Your fight or flight instincts are on point. That's why. I heard what you did to that pimp's car. When push comes to shove, you do what needs to be done. And that's fucking rare. Great pitch. But I've already told you I'm done. Done dabbling in anarchy or whatever it is that you guys fucking believe in. Lives are at stake here. Do you understand? It's not about quarry. This goes deeper. Poppins is in hospital, Rebecca's still in prison, and I'll probably be deported before long. All of that is unfortunate. Really it is, but I said no. Well, this sucks. Sorry, it's just how I feel. It sucks because now I have to resort to this. What are you doing with that gun? You said we had to go get it. I got it this morning. What are you going to do with it? A better question is, what could I do with this gun? I could stash it, toss it, pawn it. It could also potentially show up at the wrong time, wrong place. For example, while the police are searching your belongings. Yeah, right. I'm not joking. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Seriously, this is fucked up! I wouldn't want to do it, but I most certainly would if it meant you'd help me. Let me be clear. 
I would absolutely blackmail you and betray our friendship for the greater good. This is that important. Sadly, I believe you. My best friend fucked me over, so why not you too? Why didn't you do it? Do what? Volunteer yourself. To antagonize Corey and get yourself shot. You claim you loved her. What kind of person allows someone they love to destroy themselves? Savannah was a better candidate. What? You're white, Owen. You're fucking white. Your life matters. Wouldn't you have been a better sacrifice than my sister? Well, obviously, I'm an illegal immigrant. I get no sympathy for that mere fact. More importantly, Savannah was beloved in this community. You wouldn't know this, but she was like the Princess Diana of Oakland, for Christ's sakes. You see how much money we've been able to raise, and that's just her in a coma. Her loss would have been more felt, more impactful than, than mine or, or even Rebecca. So anarchists are pragmatists too. Good to know. Don't worry. You won't have to get your hands terribly dirty. I'll make it very easy for you. I'm sorry for my sister. Her autonomy has always meant so much to her. But it's already been decided. Sacrifice is part of both of our destinies. Perhaps finally, we will be two halves made whole. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes to get tickets now.
Lower Bottoms, Episode 8. Do the right thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Will Packer, Executive Producer. James Lopez, Executive Producer. <laughs> Look here. Jack Levy, Executive Producer and Director. Let's go. Dominique Mouton, you know. Creator and writer, producer. Love you, baby. You did. Hello, hello. Uh, Whitney Fuller, creative executive. Michael Keyberg, co-producer. Terrell Alexis, recording mixer. Sound design. Ross Davis, audio consultant. Music supervisor, Jeff Forston. Music by Def Jeff. What up, boy? Joe Wolf, Tony Homer. Scoremongers, Paige Ramsey, production assistant. Julia Rome, production assistant. You dig? <laughs> Main cast now. <laughs> you dig? Hey. Andrea LeBlanc, playing as Savannah. Yeah. Annie Alonza plays Bula. Miguel Perez, Officer Scott Quarry. Paige Ramsey, another additional voices, yeah, come on. Robbie Jarvis, Owen Edwards. Ron Destiny, plays Rebecca. You did, you did, <laughs> shouts out. So's Mischief, town business, baby. You know, for real though. Sound by Podcast Stage. Yeah, this has been a Will Packer Media Production, iHeart Production, and I am that boy Drew Down. The one and only no phony or Macron to run yet. Let's go. That's a additional voices. <laughs> yeah. One and only. Let's go. Lower bottom. and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.